Hey everybody, welcome again to our study podcast, The Great Reset, Leviticus chapter 16. This is study four. The first question is, what do you understand the word atonement to mean? Atonement literally means covering. It is a made-up word, and as you break it up, you see what it means, at one meant. It is the process by which two irreconciled parties are brought together. So atonement is about covering over the sin that separates us from God and brings a new cleanliness that happens there, particularly in Leviticus. Question two, what made the Day of Atonement the biggest day in the Jewish calendar? So read the references there, just a couple of verses. The other offerings were done daily by the priests for the sins of individuals and families. And there was probably a roster that their equivalent to Donna had to create, so the priests knew when they were on. The Day of Atonement, however, was done by the high priest alone. And not only could no other priest do this for him, but no other priest could be with him either. He must be alone. Note that the people, not note that not only the people needed atonement, but the furniture as well. So along with atonement being made for the priests and all the people, the most holy place, the altar and the tent of meeting were also atoned for. It was a great reset day to clean up the whole place, cleaning up the contamination caused by the general uncleanness of the nation over the year. It's sort of like we clean every day, but... Once a year we have a spring clean. Well, this is a spiritual spring clean, you could say. The next question, what event is recalled as context for understanding the importance of this day and the importance of the holy place? Well, Aaron is told to recall the death of his two sons in Leviticus chapter 10, verses 1 to 3, when they approached the Lord uh, with unauthorized fire. This would have created a very sombre moment, as you can imagine, because Aaron is about to be sent into the same place they went and died. This would certainly have heightened Aaron's and the nation's awareness of the importance and holiness of the Holy of Holies, and thus the holiness of God. Also note here that God's presence is appearing in the cloud, is the reason that the Holy of Holies is a dangerous place. Uh, this is definitely a matter of life or death for Aaron because God is there. It's worth notice, noting that where the words in your Bible might say that Aaron should not come whenever he chooses, those words, whenever he chooses, are not in the Hebrew. There is the sense, rather, that he is not to enter at all, ever, that is, unless God makes a way. And that's what we see happen in the rest of the passage. The next question is, what is Aaron to have with him when approaching the Holy of Holies on Atonement Day? Well, Aaron's tools and uniform for the day are in verses 3 and 5. He needs a, bull, a young bull, a ram, linen garments, a bath, two male goats and another ram. Uh, the following verses describe what he is to do with these things. Hence the next question, what is Aaron to do with these things? The young bull? Well, he offers the bull for his own sin and the sin of his household by slaughtering it, 
then he is to sprinkle the blood seven times on the lid of the ark and he'll do that to other parts of the furniture as well. The goat, or goat one I should say, there are two goats. Aaron casts lots and assigns one goat to be a sin offering and the other is a scapegoat and we'll see this later. Goat one is for the sin of the people and included with the young bull as atonement for the Holy of Holies. Verse 16 shows that the Holy of Holies gets contaminated over the year by the uncleanness of the people. Uh, the same for the tent of meeting, which is in the midst of their uncleanness. And then Aaron does the same with the goat's blood as the bull's for the altar to consecrate it also from the uncleanness of the Israelites. So read verses 16 and 17. They are important and worth meditating on and reading slowly in your group to get the vibe for that. Goat 2, the second goat, is not to be sacrificed but led out into the wilderness and left there. This, is the, this goat is not getting to go free, but it is taking the sin and uncleanness of the people into the wilderness. The wilderness was considered the realm of demons. So this goat is taking the sin of the people away from the people back to where it came from, that sort of thing. The linen garments and the bath, the garments Aaron wears can easily be overlooked. But these garments are a change from his usual uniform. He is to wear royal garments before the people, but once a year, when he approaches Yahweh, God, in the Holy of Holies, he is to wear the garments of a slave. These are even less than the average priest. When representing God to the people, he is to wear royal robes, but when representing the people to God, he is to wear humble slave clothes. And before he puts on these garments, in verse 4, he is to bathe, and after he takes them off, he is to bathe again, in verse 24, and this is all a part of the cleanliness process. Now in verses 3 and 5, there is talk of a ram. However, there's no instruction that I can find about what Aaron is to do with the rams uh, I don't know maybe they were just to stand aside and and look at everything else being sacrificed and I, I don't know if you find out please tell me uh, the year this year the uh, next question this year the day of atonement or Yom Kippur for the Jews begins on Tuesday night October 4 till evening of October 5 should Christians celebrate this too why or why not so let your group think through this, but it's good to know that uh, this is a public holiday even today in Israel, and more than 60% of Jewish Israelis plan on fasting during Yom Kippur holiday. Uh, eating, drinking, bathing, using cosmetics, wearing leather shoes, and conjugal relations are all prohibited. Uh, it is a custom to wear white on the holiday as a symbol of purity, and you can see that would match the high priest's garments. There'll be no form of media communication, no public transport, all shops and businesses are closed. And refraining from these means for the Jew that the body will return to its original state. It is really a national reset. The Christian can respect that the Jewish people have this holiday, but we must see the transformation Jesus brings. Jesus did not die on the Day of Atonement. Rather, he died at Passover, and yet his death is seen 
as God's atoning sacrifice, fulfilling Leviticus 16. So Romans 3.22 says, There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came through by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his, through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. And you can see 1 John 2.2 2 and 1 John 4.10 as well. How does Hebrews 9.1-15 transform our understanding of Leviticus 16? Well, can I encourage you just to read the passage together slowly and stop when you hear anything related to Leviticus 16. It will be self-explanatory, I hope. What does atonement mean for our daily lives as Christians? Well, in Hebrews 9.14, it says, How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God? So friends, cleansed consciences and serving the living God, that's what it means for us day by day. How would the Israelite have felt after the Day of Atonement? I've been reset, they would have felt, cleaned, ready for another year. And the Israelite today may feel a sense of reset and the body returning to its original state, but the believer can know that since the day that they were converted, every day since and every day into eternity, they have been totally reset. They are a new creation, totally cleansed and able to serve. And serve is the same word as ministry, which is the same word as for what the priests did in the tabernacle. Now we have been forgiven, we do ministry every day to everyone we meet, and it's all to the glory of God. Well, there is study four. I hope these are helpful to you, and I will continue to do them as long as they're helpful, and make the most of that prayer at the end. Why not pray it together in the study, and I will see you. Ah, oh, well, I won't see you, but I will talk to you, hopefully, next week. See ya.